Coming to you live from the Mistafki Studios in Stark Bridge Radio. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. I am your host, Will Martinez. And I can't, of course, can't do this without my co-host, Jay Galosi. What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Very good, very good, man. And uh, man, we got a good episode coming up for you guys, uh, coming up right now here in a little bit. But um, I wanted to give um, a big shout out to everybody uh, that is following us on Facebook, uh, Jay, today. Um, we've made some strides in Facebook, and today we've actually hit five thousand followers to, today. That's crazy, yeah, yeah that's man. Crazy. So, yeah, it's crazy. And I want to thank everybody that's uh, you know followed us and uh, you know supported the show and continue to do so. I really do appreciate share and like all our stuff. Um, that's the best way you can support the show. Um, now uh, we're actually going to start hopefully getting uh, monetized through Facebook, and so people that uh, see our things, they can actually send us stars. That's what they're called. And the more stars we get, the better it is for us. So um, hopefully we'll start seeing some of that coming in in the near future. But I wanted to say thank you for everybody uh, for following us on Facebook. It's been a huge, huge undertaking. And we've seen a lot of uh, strides being made there as of late. So wanted to say thank you. Uh, but also, we are also on Instagram and Twitter and, of course, YouTube. Uh, if you guys can help us out on the YouTube, that would be awesome. If you could, guys, If you guys could do... 25% of what you did for Facebook in the last three weeks on our YouTube, that would be huge. I mean, we would really appreciate that. So make sure you go to our YouTube at Dark Fringe Radio, like and subscribe. Uh, it's very uh, important you guys do that. So um, check out all our stuff. All our episodes are there too. So uh, you'll be able to uh, check us out on a lot of different uh, topics and uh, things that uh, we uh, decide to pontificate upon, uh, Jay. <laughs> Oh no, you don't like that? That's not good. No, (laughs) no bueno, huh? No, oh, okay. No, no, listen, no bueno, no. no. (laughs) That's that's, do not touch, right? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think the word pontification is really Uh in your general daily vernacular. No, it's not. It's not. I like to throw it out every once in a while. Syntax, I don't think. Yeah, I think think that kind of stupid bullshit to me, and only because. I've spent time studying it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, Jay, um, listen, again, um, please like and follow and subscribe to all our stuff. We really appreciate it. And, of course, our website, darkfringeradio.com. Make sure you go there. That's where all the good stuff is, Jay. That's where where all the cool kids are hanging out these days. There you go. That's That's where they're all hanging out. That's where they're hanging out, bro. Yeah. Yeah, Remember, it used to be the palace? Not anymore. It's fucking Dark Fringe Radio. Place is gone. That place is apartment complex. No, it's a it's furniture a, a, store. Out of out of business, baby furniture. Yes, yeah. What a shame, huh? What a shame. Anyways, uh, for those that don't know what we're talking about, you have to be local to so know what we're talking about. You'll know on the know. But uh, anyways, listen, Jay. Uh, we have an action-packed episode tonight. We're going to yeah. be talking about Native American creatures and monsters. Now, listen. You know. Yeah, listen. This is a good one. I like this because. You know, who are the most over forgotten people of all time? It's the Native Americans, in my opinion. 
um, all the stuff that they had to deal with and, you know, their history and the things that they believe in and their culture. Yeah. Um, a lot of times it's just overlooked, right, Jay? In my opinion, I mean, I know we've given them and all these X, Y, and Z things, but at the same time, it's just like a lot of their stuff has just been written off of history. And yeah. uh, a lot of people, right, Jay? It, yeah. I The thing I, I think that gets me is we, we tend to forget, especially when we're going to school and you're being taught the general stuff that you're being taught. Uh, not that, what you're taught is wrong necessarily, uh, but they do. It's like they begin at 1776. Right. They begin when right. it became like, the United States of America. <laughs> and that's not really where American history starts. American history starts way back with the Native Americans. And uh, right. a lot right. of their traditions, they understood the land a lot better than we do even still to today. Um, there's a lot of things. They've definitely been a overlooked and subjugated portion of the population and it's a shame because they've got it some a shame. beautiful artwork they've got some amazing rituals they've got some just great mm -hmm. heritage great things and uh absolutely and we, should, yeah. we should really take a, look, a better look at that i think I think so too, Jay. And uh, that's why we're going to get into the subject tonight. Again, I think it's a subject that, um, you know, a lot of people overlook again, like we just talked about. And, um, you know, again, when it comes to the paranormal, which we like to talk about here, and this is a very paranormal-esque uh, type episode tonight. You know, the Native Americans are really into that. I mean, they talk about a lot of the spirits and um, maybe cryptids that, you know, roam the fucking forest and, 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 you know, have a lot to do with their beliefs and structures and all that stuff. So again, we're going to be getting into all that here in a little bit. But first, Jay, we got to get into some, of course, Dark Fringe News. So you ready for the Dark Fringe News? You ready to tap into that Dark Fringe News, Jay? Always. Right here. All right. All right. There you go. Take it in. Straight in the vein, right? Great. <laughs> there you go. Well, Jay, um, Tonight, I, since we're going to be a, a more uh, paranormal-esque type show tonight, I really wanted to talk about stuff that was in the same type of vein, of course. And tonight, um, the first story is man convinced that he captured a ghost roaming around his apartment kitchen, and the footage is pretty convincing. Um, so this is one of those show, footage. You're going to yeah. show Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jay. I know you hate this because you start seeing this shit, and then you like you. I do. You motherfuck do, me later. All right. So, I get so I get text so messages closer. from Jay. I get text messages. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause. <laughs> I get text messages from Jay after I send him these videos, and we talk about these videos. Motherfucking me, like motherfucker. I yeah. <laughs> it is unbelievable. I swear to you, Jay's just motherfucking me the whole night because he just has that video in his head and just replaying his mind and just can't get it out of his brain. But go ahead, Jay. So let me expound <laughs> on my Oh, friends. there we go. There we go. Talk um, about me and my fucking words, pontification. <laughs> yeah, I said it right though. Okay. And okay. used it in proper context. Okay. Anyways, neither here nor there. Go ahead. So there no, you go. <clears throat> here's what happens, guys. Uh, we usually do these things fairly late at night. Most nights I tend to be uh, up very late at night. That is true. I will give you that, Jay. Go ahead. Uh, I don't sleep much four or five hours a day. That's that's good. All That's all I need. So what happens in those hours after I'm all done with work and the children are in bed, I'm either studying or doing whatever, uh, certainly not looking at stuff for dark friends. Uh, <laughs> what happens is I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy that. That's totally what I'm I enjoy yeah. the devil's lettuce. Yes. <laughs> so much, 
much like the people we are studying these this evening, sometimes you get a little extra high on that stuff, and then you start to see things, and you start to feel oh, things, yeah. and you start to imagine oh, things, yeah. and you start to just, just the paranoia starts to set in. Hundred Now I know I'm good. I if you I'm were good. thinking about cops earlier, now you're thinking I, about fucking ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> it's always this kind of shit. So then, next thing I know, right. it's yeah. one o'clock in the morning, and I I could swear there's somebody because I'm in a dark garage right behind me. Yeah. Uh, and then I start motherfucking Will. And that's yeah, when he starts getting Because I know I'm good. I know there's no problem. But for some reason, my senses are heightened because I'm a little yep. extra high. So I start, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. You ready, Jay? Go ahead. All video. Right, let's, let's video this bitch up. Ready? Ready. You seen that, Jay? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, look at that night video. Like, you can see the night footage right there. Like, you'd still see the fucking person that was standing there. Fucking crazy. Hold on. Uh, yeah, that's a little wild there. Um, hold on a second. I don't know if there was a... No, thank you. No, thank you. Look at that, Jay. You're looking like a man. No Look at that. You're looking like a man. Wow, Listen, if I saw that in the kitchen, bro, I'm ready to fight. But it's, it's, I mean, it's on. I mean, there's a person there I, in the kitchen, and we're, we're saying, throwing dude. down, bro. Okay, we're throwing down. So, we're throwing down. All right. So I've long ahead, said, Jay. I've long said, and this should be probably put on a T-shirt for us. <laughs> uh, you can't double leg the ghost, Holmes. No, you can't. But you can try. No, I mean you can try. Sure. You can try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try. Why would you? <clears throat> I mean, it's, if you're, you're gonna, gonna go out, if you're gonna go shot. out, how are you gonna go out? You're gonna go out like a man, Jay? I mean, throwing a double, or are you gonna go out just hitting, taking a hit? I mean, come on. <clears throat> okay. Well, first off, first off, uh, I'm not sure why you're talking like I have to go out. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, here's Jay. Here we go. Okay. okay so what do you, what do you suggest? Here's Let me rephrase my question to you, Jay. What yeah. would you suggest in a situation as such? How about that? Yeah. You, you take a breath. <laughs> okay. You find something to make sure you're in touch with reality. Mm -hmm. And you move very. By that time, you're already careful. dead. But go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, listen. If it comes thinking quick, about all this shit, whatever happens. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You forget, I've seen, I've seen some crazy shit, and that's what I did. I took that's, a deep breath. I, listen, I stared that's at why that. I asked you. That's why I asked I you. I made sure I was in touch with do? my own personal reality, and then something <laughs> caught my eye, and it was gone. Okay? Right. Now, had right. it started walking into the car, I would have hit the gas and screamed like a biatch. Yes. Listen, I mean, at the end of the day, you listen, if you see something like that, that's yeah, pretty convincing if something's going on yeah. there. Yeah, I mean... So, uh, yeah, there's this thing called uh, pareidolia, where you see, like, faces and things and patterns and walls. And mainly you see them in walls. That's usually where. Or, like, uh, you know, um, buildings and stuff like that. You, you, you know, you kind of make a. Yeah. It's, again, they say it's something that our eyes do. And they make faces out of anything. You know, eyes and a mouth or whatever. 
But I mean that video, bro. That that wasn't no like trying to make well, her a face. That I was think, a goddamn guy standing in the corner looking like a goddamn crackhead. No. Yeah. No. I think I think that was a little different. Uh, I think right. What, what you and I are kind of both referencing me certainly uh, jokingly is <laughs> more more symbolism. You know, kind of like seeing right. the you know the things and the toast mm -hmm. and the whatnot, uh, the dry right. paint on the wall. Um, no, this is definitely different. This is definitely, yeah. there was, that was a remnant, I believe, if you will. Uh, but what do I know? Maybe he killed himself there. Who knows? Maybe he overdosed, I, you know, there, who knows? But something left, uh, obviously an energy left, residue it, that it is something. staying there. Yeah. Yeah. It left something there. Or there's. There was something very important about that particular spot. Who knows why? Something. Something. Who knows? Exactly, Jade. I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, it's exactly right. I mean, it's either the it's either the spot, it's either a person, or it's the way they went out, right? At the end of the day. Yeah. It's or it could be a bit of a mixture of both. I mean, it was it was <laughs> it was like the spot him and his chick used to hook up and then Maybe uh, she broke up with him and started hooking up with some other dude. And, Maybe and that in was like that the, particular moment. He did something in that spot. Ooh, Maybe to him, Jay, Jay's, Jay's going deep on this one there. I, God damn, Jay, you set up a whole scenario on this. Yeah, go ahead. You said pontificate. pontificate my I'm just pontificate. Pontificate, my brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, testify. No, no, I've lost my <laughs> No, listen, I was just going to the route that, hey, listen, that was probably the area where he fucking like shot heroin up and you know what I mean? Ended up fucking overdosing. Maybe. You also, know? also. Also. Yeah. Also. Yeah. 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 Also. Again, also. all plausible reasons why, you know? Well, listen, Jay. Yeah. I mean, again, powerful footage we see here um, all the time. You know, this, this stuff pops up. We try to catch it on the internet. And again, a lot of it obviously is easily dismissed. This one is kind of hard because. Again, you see it on the night vision as well. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty convincing. To me, to you, to somebody yeah. who's open-minded, sure. To somebody who's curious and wants to know more, it'll right. start a conversation. Uh, but then you're going to have those people that are looking and they're going to tell you there's some kind of photography, you weren't there. Yeah, of course. Attention. Of you course. Know. And sometimes, of course. and the, the problem is, is... There are people out there that do those things and muddy those waters for genuine instances when you have mm -hmm. dimensions crossing or things like this right. that are clearly well, has left something. Uh, you know, yeah. you got to be curious as to why. Funny you mentioned uh, dimensions crossing. That's actually going to be something we're going to be talking about here in a little bit uh, when it comes to Native American, uh, you know, creatures and monsters. I mean, there's a, there's a, a pretty good correlation between um those beings being able to jump in, in and out we'll talk about that here in a little bit you'll, you'll be able to see that but anyways i think that's a, a pretty good wrap up for dark fringe news um that's something you know paranormal that i wanted to kind of bring up and again that footage alone it's it's uh, pretty convincing you know what i mean again um catch it on the night vision and also um in broad daylight it's uh pretty convincing that you could be able to do that so anyways you know what it would convince me to do what was that fuck out of there <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, absolutely. I mean, why wouldn't you want to leave a place like that? I mean, 
would, would you try to like capitalize on something like that or would you really leave like i mean I'm at out. the end of the day you're out, I'm out. I'm out. you're done yeah yep you see that you're good you're clearly, done. clearly that space means more to them than it does to me <laughs> you'll break that Thanks. lease no problem right <laughs> clearly it doesn't belong yeah. to me right, i don't right. need to be okay yeah i'm yeah. not about that i'm good i'm good I get it, bro. There's other places you can go. There's other things you can do. We don't need it. We're good. Enjoy your space. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do my thing over there. <laughs> yeah. I do like the standing. I like. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. trying something new tonight, guys. I'm standing. It's up, you like though, that. because you're full of energy, I'm and that's what you do all day anyway. So you're on your feet pretty much all the time. So yeah, it's your nature. But anyways, uh, again, I think that's a good wrap-up for uh, Dark Fringe News, uh, Jay. Uh, that brings us to our next, of course, uh, segment of the evening, and that is What the F Florida Man, Jay? Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. A Florida man. Now to the town of Sefner, Florida, near Tampa, where last night the earth opened up as it does increasingly, and this time it swallowed a 37-year-old man as he slept in his home. A man accused of destroying a liquor store in Okaloosa County told police he was in Alice in Wonderland. Matthew Horace Jones also said a caterpillar smoking a hookah told him to do it. A man calls 911 while Collier County Sheriff's deputies are chasing him, and he says... Donald Trump, our president, is his personal friend, a close one at that. A Lake Worth man is uh, not too happy. He's accused of getting violent when waiters at a restaurant told him they weren't giving away free pizza. Covering Florida this morning, a Key West man is behind bars. Investigators say he was caught with a large amount of cocaine hidden in this Cookie Monster doll. All the shit, man. And Jay, I know. Yeah, the what? What? Yeah, what? <laughs> what the F Florida man? And uh, that's your thing. And that's of the- course, for those that don't know, Jay uh, looks for hours and hours on the internet, researching and uh, trying to find the most egregious uh, criminal stories and <laughs> things of fucking unbelievable, uh, just even a- imagination that comes out of the state of Florida. So, uh, Jay, what do you have this week for What the F Florida Man? So, What the F Florida Man, uh, oddly enough, the last few weeks as we've been uh, as we've been talking kind of gearing up for this episode and we're going to get on a more consistent basis again yes oh it's perfect um because i have recently found that maybe because we do this so often or maybe because i've done so many of these or maybe because i've typed into google so many times uh and again i usually about 20 minutes before the show google funny what the florida man stories and usually the top one is money um <laughs> So it takes me usually about 30 seconds. Lately, <laughs> they've been jumping at me. I'll oh, really? Like, they've been throwing the stories at you, huh, Jay? I, yeah. I'll just be sitting there just scrolling through life. Good shit? Thing, you know, I see a funny Florida stand. It's good oh, shit, though? I've got like four. Just that's great. There, that's great. Waiting. That's, that's waiting. good. No, that's a good fucking was, source was, of, of, of material. That's good. Really, really excited uh, for the last one. Mm-hmm. Until the one I went with tonight, uh, because the one I have tonight is so what the Florida man. It's <laughs> what the, it's what the Florida. There we go. All right. Okay. This is this is if you wonder what it's like living in Florida, you're about to get a brief crash lift. course. 
what it's like to deal with four dudes. So yeah, yeah, okay. There's a uh, international air company called Eurowind. Okay. The state of Florida has fined them two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Okay. For for landing on the wrong uh, airport, landing at the wrong airport, and staying there on the tarmac okay. for an extended period of time. Okay. Four years ago. So this happened four years ago. They just decided to go ahead and uh, and file Excuse something on Right. Correct. Correct. So, story goes, this flight, this international flight coming from Germany all the way to Miami International ends okay. up getting diverted due to a bad thunderstorm okay. to Fort Lauderdale. I can see that. Okay. Okay. Now, it's happening about 5.15 in the afternoon. Apparently, Fort Lauderdale didn't have a grounds crew available. Oh, okay. So, after 10 and Typical. a half hours in the air... They barely have fucking baggage crew, but go ahead. Truth. Truth. <laughs> yeah. Truth. Take it for me. I travel a lot. Well, I used to at least, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, they don't have shit. Uh, it is a terrible airport, for sure. Mm -hmm. So, this, this airplane is in the air for 10 and a half hours. They are diverted to Fort Lauderdale. They land. They end up sitting on the tarmac for another two hours until the passengers finally called the cops to get them like, out of the plane. Like we're being detained at this point, right? Like at this point, right? Are we hostage? Like what's going on, right? So according to uh, Fort Lauderdale uh International or Fort Lauderdale uh, Airport, rather, they are they didn't have a grounds crew, uh, so they weren't prepared. So the time the airplane sat on the tarmac right. waiting for someone to show up, they were charged by the hour. Oh. On top of that, they're going to throw salt on, on the wound. That. And the reason why they were stuck there is because... <laughs> they didn't the, have grounds people. The, well, originally they said it was because they didn't meet uh, F uh, the FAA and customs... Requirements, regulations, or whatever. Where somebody in the crew didn't have something supposedly right. uh, that meant that they couldn't depart the plane uh, wow. until eventually they did actually have to call the cops to get them to get off the plane. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then Florida four years later goes, "Hey, you know what? You remember that one time yeah. uh, your plane was parked here for a few hours because of rainstorm in Miami? Right. That's a uh, that's two hundred twenty-five thousand uh, dollars." <laughs> That's U.S., wow. not Deutschmark. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. That, I mean, really, at the end of the day, I'm not surprised. That's Fort Lauderdale. That's I mean, that's Florida. You're taking your own like life that's at risk. Florida. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you go through Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale's yeah. crap. Yeah. Fort Lauderdale's yeah. crap. Yeah. It's a, it is a great place to party uh, if you want to have a fantastic story to tell about a whole bunch of things that go wrong. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. And being in a bad area where there's not much resources. But yeah, you know, you're absolutely right, Jay. I mean, oh man. That's a crazy story, man. Could you imagine being on a plane after eight hours, being on a plane on a tarmac hey. for the two hours? And there's probably the ACs already like gone at that point. You know what yep. I mean? There's no AC. Just so, sitting there. Just sitting there, just roasting and, you know, and everybody else is like, oh you know there's families with babies. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know that that lavatory. Oh. 
those toilets. I've been in so many fights with babies. It's so horrible I sometimes. Cannot, <laughs> I can't imagine. Thank awful. God for fucking ear pods. You know what? If it wasn't oh. for ear pods where you could fucking put something in your ear and cancel out everything that's happening on the outside world, listen, if it wasn't for that, I think I would go crazy on air. Like just, you know, air travel alone. It's just horrible. You know what I mean? But yeah, anyways. So yeah. Bad. Yeah. Well, that's a crazy fucking story, Jay, out of fucking Fort Lauderdale, of course. I'm not surprised. You know, it's funny. Um, Jay, uh, Fort Lauderdale is making a resurgence in the spring break community. Can you imagine? No. Yeah. Remember in the <laughs> 80s when it used to be a big thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah in the 80s, it was, 80s, it was a huge thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Until all the city forefathers got together and decided to put a bunch of restrictions on everything. And you couldn't have a bar open after two o'clock in the morning. And Killed a lot of the business and, you know. Well, okay. <laughs> right. You know. To it, was, it was rowdy, yes, of course. But it was bringing uh, in a I lot of money. Rowdy, I think, undersells it. I'm pretty sure there was a lot of, you know, murder and rape going on because there was mm. so much just ridiculous, debaucherous alcoholism. Oh, the uh, rape probably, yes. Absolutely. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I mean murder because, is still happening, but a lot less. Right yeah, now. yeah, no, because you know, again, it was the eighties. There was no very like right. there was no barely any DNA testing or anything like that, or you know what I mean. I mean, people got away with a lot of shit in the eighties. You know, it's just crazy. But anyways, sure but um, listen, Jay, that's a great fucking story for what the f Florida man or what the f Florida 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 man. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Right. Yep. That sounds about right. Exactly. Anyways, uh, but uh, thank you, Jay, and uh, appreciate it very much. And that's going to bring us to our main topic for the evening, which is, of course, Native American creatures and monsters. And we're going to get into it here in a second. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The real-life fictional drama in lives behind the law in the show that is making America cry. These IF-75s are a mess, and we're already three months late with the UCC addendum after we lost the Eighth Circuit paperwork the first time around. Jeez, I really need to whack off. Law. They play hard, and they work hard. Really hard. Catch it Thursdays on Weasel before it catches you. You think you're American, but do you drink American? Lager. The beer that brought the forest down. I like to relax after a hard day at work. And I like to relax hard. Get really drunk. So drunk, you can't tell your sister from your wife. Now that's fun. And now I can do it without gaining pounds. Thanks to new Lager Lights. Drink even more, gain less. It's the Lager Light promise. At first, the guys were like, I didn't know you drank light beer. Are you gonna start wearing dresses and drinking wine coolers too? Well then I explained it facilitated alcoholism without the attendant weight gain, and they really switched. Now we're all lager men. Lager light, or light in the beer, not in the loafers. Thanks everybody for uh, joining us back at here, Dark Fringe Radio. And uh, tonight we're getting into a really interesting topic here, Jay. A lot of times when we talk about history, um, you know, we always talk about American history and a lot of other different history, you know, things happen in the UK, Roman history and the, you know, um, Lebanon, Egypt, you know. We talk a lot of world history and we talk a lot of U.S. history. We do not talk a lot of American history. And that was, I think that's correct. 
Yeah, no, absolutely, Jay. You hit the nail right on the head. You're right. Absolutely. We don't talk about enough about the native U.S. history. And we're talking about pre-Columbian U.S. history. And what I mean by that is Native American history. And we don't really talk about it that much because it seems to get, you know, it really seems to just be swept under the carpet a lot of the times. And, you know, it's just like it seems like the history books start when Columbus got here and that was it. Like you said, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, it's not. It's what's sad is it's not even really just about that. Uh, yes, they do. They do seem to to start. Fourteen ninety two, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Uh, he wasn't even the guy that discovered that. He he mm-hmm. came around way later. He just brought it on fucking herpes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so but you're taught that, which is very antiseptic. It's very clean. It's very easy to remember. It's also very wrong. Uh, right. And what you end up with is you you end up kind of glossing over, and then you you find this people that not only do we uh, steal their land, uh, not only do we relocate them against their will, uh, be, mm-hmm. our government even fought amongst itself to hurt these people, and we just mm-hmm. had to scrap. Right uh, it's it's a shame. Good. It's right. a shame. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, is. it is an ugly part of our history, but it's one that we can't forget because that's kind of part of the problem. No, and uh, Jay, I know you have, um, you know, some type of Native American blood in your your history. I know you do, right, Jay? I don't. No, actually, I don't. No, I thought you did. I don't. I know. Okay, so I wasn't going to talk about this. It's funny because right before right before we connected, I was like, you know, okay. it's funny. So okay. Uh, I always right. thought you did. I thought you had at least Cherokee in you or something like that. Yeah. But go ahead. So my dad was a very dark man. He was, yes. But he wasn't brown. He was red. Right. Uh, I mean, he was brown, but he was red. He was um, red. Yeah. You would think, and I thought as a kid, that we had some Native American in us because if you looked at my dad, you believed it. And he listened to country right. music and he, like, it made sense. And not only that, he had that same like cadence, like you would think like a Native American person would have. He was just <laughs> and, like, kind of cool that way. Yeah, like he didn't say he much. Cool. And then he when was. he did say something, it was like you better fucking take Dave to heart, you know what I mean? And it, it meant something. Could, and then that was it, you know what I mean? If you could imagine <laughs> yourself, if you could imagine yourself on the Great Plains right. uh, during those times, and amongst the Native Americans, and you have this one chief that just kind of seemed to point you always in the right direction. A very, I'm going to say this and it's going to come off wrong, but a very Papa Smurf, but in a very serious way. Right. Uh, this, this and didn't say much, but when he did, you listened. Patriarch, that would have been my right. dad. And my dad had right. also a mural on his back of a topless Indian uh, Native American woman. Ooh, wow. <laughs> It's a weird uh, tie-in, huh? <laughs> when he first got it, that's how it was yeah. described. Right, right. This is something how I it ended up. About. <laughs> anyway, so he had okay. a, a topless Native American woman yeah. uh, in a stream with the back of a beautiful mural. Um, but he had it, and it would definitely lead you to think certain things. And I was a naive, dumb kid, and I thought certain things. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, no, any Native American uh, I may have had said i had my blood when i was a kid uh, i was making shit up apparently okay. um but well i do Jay. it was it was <laughs> while it was not a genetic well it was not definitely not a genetic influence uh right. it was an influence in my life i mean I was no it was i'm sure it was 
Yeah. It, 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 because we were raised in South Florida, I think it has a, a little bit more of a special feeling than it might yes. anywhere else right. in the country for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Especially in the time that we grew up in, not like now it's yeah. different. You know what I mean? Right. And, and I yeah. think that was, it definitely influenced my dad with, with some of his mm-hmm. preferences and, and kind of music. And that's kind of what I was thinking. It, it just yeah. kind of like that. So yeah. I am big in, into Native American history and I've yeah. studied a lot of things, especially with my love of presidents and government. I've come across things and I am just a nerd for that kind of stuff. So I have found myself to be a big fan of it. And this is how we have come to, to bear tonight. Again, Jay, um, you know, we talk about how we uh, talk about history and, you know, how it was sold to us a certain way, of course. Mm-hmm. And then we get older and we actually start to learn and expound on things, as you said earlier, Jay. Um, <laughs> um, <guy>. But <laughs> I, oh, I did it. I did it. I pulled it off. I pulled it off. I pulled it off. <laughs> Let me, let me oh, use a when you say it, it's okay. But when I say it, it's not. What is that? Huh? <laughs> uh, what is it? I said it first. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Okay. But anyways, um, but, you know, when we talk about um, the history, we don't talk about enough about their culture. We don't talk about what their beliefs were. And when you talk about the Native Americans, it's really almost like parallel to the pagan religion of maybe the uk you know what i mean um they believe there was a lot of different um gods for everything every yep. certain little thing there was a god for the you know the wind there was a god for you know the sky there was a god for the yeah there was just everything those, everything was like spirit. compartmentalized and it's different things right and um again we we don't talk about the native american you know beliefs and what they believed in and also some of the things that they believe in as far as creatures and maybe monsters in their maybe ethos or realm of what they believe in. Um, again, there's there's a lot of things that we don't talk about. I mean, there's the of course the Sasquatch, right? Number one, we can we can just already scratch this one off the list, number one, but the Sasquatch, that's why it's called a Sasquatch. But again, that's Bye. that comes from a Native American, of course. Um, history and beliefs and that they say that there is a yeah there is some type of spirit that lives in the forest again that is that of course that kind of being yeah i well we know my personal preferences and feelings on sasquatch (laughs) uh right like i said i i do believe that, that when they talk about those things and the stories they tell and when they talk about mm-hmm. some of these, the things that we're going to be talking about tonight, some of these different cryptids and spirits, and I do think that there is uh, a level of truth to it, but then I also think that there's a level of mis- just like me thinking that my dad was uh, part Native American because he had a topless Native American chick on his back <laughs> and he's kind of brown. Uh, yeah. As awful as it sounds, right? Uh, stereotypes you kind of exist for a reason, and I don't say that in any way to stereotype anything. I'm just saying very simply if you are impressionable enough you can take something and it's like that game of uh telephone right oh yeah definitely it starts off one way right in a very organic natural real way absolutely how it snowballs into something that's really not uh right. and then we end up talking about bigfoot 
Right. Well, um, let's talk about one of the first ones I want to talk about, Jay, tonight. It's Thunderbirds. And this one's actually a really... Um, Fair car. In- yeah. <laughs> if you're not uh, a kid from the 80s, you don't understand what that means. But anyways. Um, but Thunderbirds, um, Jay, this is something that I find... This one is more interesting to me than all the other ones. You know why? Because Thunderbirds is something that people still have reported have seen as late as like the 1950s. They well, why report. Don't you, why, don't you, why don't you explain what a Thunderbird is a little bit? Give okay. us, uh, give some of our listeners maybe a little more context in, in case they haven't imagined it or seen it. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Okay. Uh, maybe give a little description. Sure. And then we can pontificate. On oh, it. here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing the ball right back in my court. I see that, Jace. Very good. Touche. Uh, touche. Touche. So for the native cultures of the Pacific Northwest, uh, the Great Plains, the Thunderbird was a mythical creature, Jay, uh, that embodied strength, power, and the Thunderbird was a very large, powerful bird. And it was said to be so large, Jay, that it could pick up an orca whale from the sea uh, with an ease, uh, just as it was grabbing an eagle from the sky. So it could pick up an orca like nothing and pick up an eagle at the same time. So um, as fucking terrifying as that is, the name implies there Thunderbolt was associated with the storms. Uh, the massive wings of the Thunderbolt made the sound of thunder when they flapped, supposedly, Jay. Um, and according to some studies, the Thunderbolt, Thunderbird also shot lightning from its eyes. That's fucking pretty impressive. Awesome. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, for peoples of the Great Plains, the Thunderbird was a harbinger of rain and which could be welcomed sight in the destructive force, depending on the conditions, of course, and circumstances. Sure. Um, and some, yeah, of course, if you're in a drought, you need fucking rain. You're going to want that, obviously. In some cultures, the Thunderbirds go to war with other forces of nature also. Um, the Apo'ahu, the Thunderbird, is the summer bird who challenges the white owl woman Supposedly, this is all the Native American culture. Um, the winter bird to see whose powers are the greater, and thunder the thunderbird stirs up a great black cloud with tremendous noise and wind. Also, the white owl woman stirs up thick, fast moving white clouds that blow a piercing wind. So, that kind of sounds like a tornado to me, right? Like, you put those yes. two things together, you know, that's a tornado right there. So I have been just <laughs> falls deep in these uh, anthropology documentaries, and uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been learning a lot about uh, Neanderthal and Homo sapiens, and that's cool. The kind of evolution of man, and, and a lot of the new things that they're coming. There's a lot of really crazy shit uh, being oh, found. Yeah. In the Did you know that there's a new kind of bee? That I didn't know that, but I'm not that surprised. Out sandstone. No, I'm not surprised. And it doesn't it doesn't live like um, just the queen and the they actually have individual mother pods. So it's a completely different ecosystem for them? Whole thing. Whole thing's different. Oh, interesting. So yeah, again, we don't know shit about nature, but go ahead. We don't know shit about shit. So (laughs) that should be a new epic like a new podcast. We don't know shit about shit. How about that? (laughs) That would definitely be apropos from so all right. uh, Uh, As we learn, this is why when I hear these things, 
I, right. I can't help but think, right? I'm a coach. I work with kids. I have to come up with colorful right. ways to explain yeah. what we're going to do so the kid can not only master the that motor skill, but that their brain understands that motor skill of what their body should be doing. And with kids, imagery is huge, Jeez. especially oh, with yeah. letting them understand the world around them. So I think I love the ideology of the Thunderbird. I don't think there's an actual bird that goes carrying off Orca. But what I think is, I think you have to explain and tell a story about this big, powerful animal to kind of explain as storms would roll in and as you're hearing things. And I mean, like my mom used to tell me it was the angels bowling. Okay. It's kind of a similar thing. Right. If I told my kids, if we, if we didn't have this weird breaking the fourth wall with ourselves and understanding of, of kind of thing, if we were a little bit more in tune with nature as the Native Americans are, I could definitely see where these things, where these changes of weather, these mm -hmm. different eco patterns, they understood them in a way that this kind of explained it to them. And they were able to utilize it not only for their growth and prosperity, but because they believed in it so thoroughly, they actually had an attachment to it. There was an actual yeah. interchanging of that energy because they believed in it and because they believed it was real. Yeah. You know what, Jay? It's it's totally right what you're saying. It's all depending on what you believe in and what's going on. You know, like you said, um, you know, your mom gave you that that obviously idea that, you know, it's got a bowling out there, right? And that's why the you know the thunder, right? And that rolling and that right. I mean, it, if you were to put it in that terms, you're like, fuck, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That sounds right. You're right, mom. You know, like, but then you know, you start obviously you learn and you know, things, you know, you expound on things. But again, when we're talking about the Thunderbird, it's a it's a <laughs> mythological, you know, this mythological creature that it's out there. Yeah, there you go, Jay. Thank you. Um, my Tongue isn't working. Where <laughs> no, no, it's it's just it's amazing to me that even something like this, I think it's possible to even happen in just this time. I mean, imagine a bird that's able to do something like that, Shay, to pick up an orca, right? Out of the sea. Which an orca is what, like a fucking a five, six, seven thousand you know, pound whale, that's right? Couple tons of apex predator. Right. I genuinely yeah. don't. I don't think there's going to be anything that's going to have feathers. Those fucking wings, my guy, would be <laughs> ridiculous. Okay. You were talking, right? All right. So just to, if we're talking to scale, okay. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you will, what a harpy eagle. This would be the kind of kind of animal we're talking about because it's not gonna it's not gonna hunt like a pelican or a seagull. I don't even. Right? I think it's bigger than a harpy eagle. I think at this point. Right, right, right. But I'm talking scale. I mean, for it to be able to pick up an orca, right? Think about it. It's gonna be that style of bird. Right. right? No, you're right. Okay, I got you. It's gonna I'm be kind you. of foul. Right. Oh, look at this guy. Dad jokes. With the foul so, jokes. So, but. You got to think about this, right? You, you take you take an eagle, right? Right, right. It's going to have a good size wingspan. What's the mm -hmm. biggest fish that thing's picking up? Is it picking up dolphin? It's not picking up dolphin. It's picking up fish that are half to a quarter its size, so it can pick it up. Okay, 
So now you're talking an orca, which is 20 feet. So you're talking this animal is going to have yeah. a wingspan that of like, oh, I don't know, a Boeing 747. There is no animal. 60 feet, no thunder 70 feet, right? Like that. Yeah, yeah. No, no no, Again, I mean, uh, you know, if you want to go back to the prehistoric, you talk pterodactyl, you talk things like that, then sure, yeah, possible. I'm not an expert on those things. I haven't, I haven't watched enough YouTube stuff on those to know their general sizes, and I don't remember any of my dinosaurs. Think about thoughts. this, though, Jay. Think about this, though. Just really quick, we didn't teach Native Americans about dinosaurs, right? If you really think about it. They were able wow. to come up with an idea that there was some giant bird out there that was able to do something like that. So, well, okay. So again, think about that. But, I mean, you know, uh, okay. you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, you know where I'm going with that, right? You, I guess, well, well, again, again, not that I don't believe yeah. in, not that I only believe in science because I believe there's more that we don't understand out there, and that oh, science absolutely, hundred percent. I I have my own beliefs, but what I'm saying is right. This is that game of telephone. Okay, you right. have. You have an indigenous people in any area at any time for millions of years lived in such small sects and in such a different environment. I like the world was different. Yeah. Animals were yeah. different. There were things yeah. that were bigger. There were things that were scarier. I still don't think there was ever a bird that was big enough to carry off an orca whale. But I think, again, it's just like you, you hear a story about like the Kraken. There's something that you see that you catch that you romanticize. And then this story that was just that, it was a story for kind of entertainment on something that you saw, you now forward, oh, I don't know, a few thousand, if not millennia. Right. And, well, and that, story that story now Yeah, they had that story on that one, uh, I think it was an oil rig out in uh, the Gulf of Mexico, and there was like a fucking 40-foot uh, squid that like wrapped itself around the whole thing. Actual giant caught squid? It on video. Yeah, I mean... Actual giant squid? Wouldn't that be considered like the Kraken? Really, if you really think about it, at the end of the day, that's pretty much the same fucking thing. I mean, imagine yeah. a 40-foot fucking uh, squid wrapping itself around a boat that's a lot smaller than an oil rig that's Fucking from the all the way yeah. top of the the top of the ocean, on uh, top of the surface, all the way down to the bottom of the ocean at the end yeah. of the day, right? So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. But now go back and how many times has a kraken been described as more than just a giant squid? Yeah, of course. Because stories over time again, that's when you start romanticizing certain things, right? Yeah, you start creating these bigger legends. Yes, of course. There's nothing. Well, and there's nothing wrong with giving giving history scope and there's nothing wrong with giving education right. and so it sticks uh you just right. gotta make sure that you keep a certain contact because otherwise if you start to get too out of touch with reality you end up in a dark oh, then again there's ghosts behind you motherfucker and your best friend <laughs> and it's completely not that well listen talking about some of these other things um skinwalkers is the second one on our list jay and of course, the Navajo have myths and stories about the terrifying creature known as a skinwalker. Shapeshifters uh, also have been widely talked about in the Native American, you know, mythos and things uh, that they believe in. Uh, yep. The skinwalker is a mythical entity that has the ability to transform itself into an animal or a human that it wants to. So basically, it's a shapeshifter. 
It can do whatever it wants. It can turn into an animal, a bat, a cat, a dog, or whatever it wants to be. But it also can turn into a person. Like, I can turn into Jay all of a sudden, and then, you know, then there's two Jays out there. You know what I mean? Just one evil, one good. We don't need that. (laughs) But this is, like, one of the more interesting ones here, Jay, because it's been romanticized a lot because of Skinwalker Ranch, obviously out in Utah. And uh, if for those that don't don't know about that, you can look back in our catalog of uh, episodes and look up Skinwalker Ranch, and we did a whole episode regarding that. But Skinwalker uh, is, uh, of course, a big part of that uh, area. And Jay, um, what do you think about this? This has uh, been oh. one of the ones that have really I gained think- a lot of steam in the last ten to fifteen years. Well, I like the I, I, I like the Skinwalker ideology. <laughs> uh, the Skinwalker resonates with me. Okay, uh, right. and so okay. going into a little bit more depth, uh, William and I started doing this a few years ago. Uh, it's episode three, by the way, guys. Episode three talks about Skinwalker Ranch, and it's the first episode I'm on, and I'm only on a segment of it. I came on to talk about the Mayweather McGregor fight, but mm-hmm. after it was released, I listened to it, and as I was listening to that episode. Uh, or William joining on by himself explaining what, what Skimwalker Ranch was and what Skimwalker was, <laughs> uh, may have been the most boring 22 minutes of my life. But thank you, Jay. <laughs> it did kick off. It did kick off. Humble beginnings. Week. Humble beginnings. <laughs> I, listen, boring as it may have been, if it reaches one person, it's a success, right? right? Okay. Well, we got to well, 5,000 on Facebook. So hey, listen, there you go. And it all started with one. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was the first. Yeah, there you so, go. I got to blow that on YouTube. So, <laughs> anyways, episode three, I'm listening yeah. to them talking about these skinwalkers, and it with my experiences and things kind of being ethereal, whether you want to call them ghosts or apparitions or whatever you want to call. Them. Um, but like we were kind of talking about that video earlier, I do believe the energy is is transferable i believe that oh yeah the energy kind of transforms as it goes from one stage to the next to as it as it reaches through these different uh planes i Mm -hmm. also believe that if given enough time and understanding of certain things in a way that we may have actually lost touch with uh because we are too we're too in contact with a, a, a synthetic reality and not with the natural reality. And I don't mean that as to say I believe we're in pods with things on our head like the Matrix. I do mean uh, I believe that we are... <laughs> or even in a supernatural. Yeah, no, absolutely, and, Jay. And we end up missing out on these things. I believe of there's course. a sensitivity. Um, that's why I believe that, that as there are a few of us now that can perceive things, and I say a few of us and only because I've only seen and experienced things I've seen experienced, but I've met people who haven't, mm-hmm. uh, and I understand why. Mm-hmm. I. Whether you want to be open, yeah, haven't or been not. open Some to people, that side yet. Yeah, that's what it is. And, you know, and sometimes whether you want to be or not, you are. Right. Uh, oh, it's, it's not a choice. You. It's not a choice. No. My point. My point. Yeah. So I, I think if you go back through the time, I could imagine someone having, as silly as it's going to sound, an understanding to where they could interact with transforming and dimensionalism. I don't know necessarily I'm saying dimensionalism. I don't know if they would open a portal like I'm gonna go to another dimension. <laughs> that's a good but one. I like that. That's think, that's a new that's a new phrase, Jay. 
dimensionalism. Hey, it, it all starts somewhere, right? <laughs> but I think if you if you have someone who has a connection, you know, you have these people who can sit and meditate for a certain amount of time, and they're really they are really right. in connection with the area around them because you don't have a choice. You are you are connected to it. I think as they transform and go on to the next plane, I do think they might have had an ability to show a certain way. And I do also still think there's some storytelling here. I think there's some shame in there. Some people doing these things, teaching these things from one lesson to another because you have to believe it because they believed that again, it was real. And because it was real, it existed to an extent. I don't think anybody actually jumped out. Like I said, little portal, like a little ring, like, you know, Rick and Morty jumps out. I was like, check this out, fuckers. I'm a pickle. Hey, yeah. It didn't work right. out. Uh, well, but I do believe that there's some contact there with another energy. And I think that Skinwalker Ranch kind of proves that there's, that there can be areas where it's stronger and there's a magnetism to it. I'm going to show up. Yeah, listen, it does, uh, you know, lend a lot of validity to the Skinwalker uh, legend. You know, of course, the stories surrounding the Skinwalkers are pretty, you know, crazy on their own. Uh, Jay, they're um, always up to, like, evil shenanigans, supposedly, according to people. And they're always breaking Navajo taboos um, in in specific, really, honestly. In their nefarious rituals, they uh, pervert every convention of the Navajo tradition, including jay which i found really interesting performing such unthinkable acts such as creating sand paintings onto a split so what they do it's like they supposedly like if the navajos are doing their own rituals and something goes against what they're doing they automatically blame that on the skinwalker and that has obviously you know a lot to do with their you know their obviously beliefs and what they're doing and that's just a a big you know hindrance on what they're trying to do obviously they're trying to you know obviously do positive things with the area and whatever it may be either you know blessing an area or being able to do things in an area of course or cleansing an area of bad energy or whatever the case may be but traditionally the intent of the skinwalker seems to be to harm humans and the navajo people what they believe is that uh in the past into modern times uh they report that skinwalkers will attack people walking alone in specific and uh, they will try to break into houses and uh, even attack moving cars jay supposedly that's what they believe and these uh, creatures are fast and agile and their agility and ability to shapeshift makes them impossible to capture supposedly jay uh they don't uh, leave behind footprints so they cannot be tracked, according to the Navajo no, stories. Yeah, exactly. According to the Navajo stories, the only way to kill a skinwalker is to dip a bullet into white ash and shoot the creature with that. Uh, of course, uh, naturally, the people want to look out for a rational explanation for the skinwalker phenomenon. Uh, it could be that the skinwalkers are nothing more than uh, mangy dogs or coyotes or a cougar or bear attacks or whatever. Uh, but the fringe theory, however, claims that the entity known as the Skinwalker is somehow able to use the DNA of other animal hides, basically, and human hair to manipulate its own DNA and copying it. So, again, that's the reason why supposedly they can't really track it and whatever the case may be. But uh, that's a pretty interesting uh, phenomenon with the, with the Skinwalkers, huh, Jay? Yeah, I think there's two things getting kind of intermixed into one. Maybe some of it. Uh, 
I don't know enough about the, the inner workings of the, the Navajo. <laughs> I don't know exactly. No, no, no. What I get they, you. They were Me doing either. so much, but I, I remember going all the way back and doing that, talking about them being bulletproof. And I, my feeling was always that there was something, because again, you can't double like take down a ghost, right? <laughs> of course. The Navajo also didn't always have bullets. So skin, right, skinwalkers, yeah. and that was the only way to kill a skinwalker before there was bullets, there was no way to kill a skinwalker. That was the only way to do it, right? At the end of the day, right? Right. right. So right. again, I think you have some legends and some mythos kind of getting intermixed with some things that were actual, actual evil done by mm -hmm. actual bad people back right. in actual time where you could kind of get away with it, especially if you were actually kind of a dick. Yeah, that's like uh, the uh, medieval way of trolling, right? In a way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's it's yeah. easy to pretend you're something or to look like something or to lure someone over. You know, I could see a lot of things kind of leading to that that legend. Uh, yeah. I also oh, I could too. There's some bad shit happening at that Skinwalker Ranch. And I don't think a lot of it has to do with necessarily Skinwalkers. No, uh, there's a lot of things happening there. That's there's a besides lot of shit that, yeah. <laughs> but that's a whole. We did a whole episode on that, but yeah, yeah. Was episode fifty six. Yeah, no, check that out. Um, but uh, another one I wanted to bring up, Jay, is the Wendigo and the Wichuj. Um, so um, that's a pretty interesting one. I know you probably have a little bit of knowledge on the Wendigo, uh, but in the Northern uh, Algonquin traditions, the Wendigo was the spirit of a the winter, basically. So, of course, like again, we were talking about the pagan type of traditions, <clears throat> how everything had a god. Yep, the same thing we're talking about here. Same thing we're talking about here, right? And so, the spirit of the Wendigo, uh, which can transform into man, woman, or um, child. Uh, and a cannibalistic type of being with the heart of ice. And um, in time, it would uh, grow into a giant if it needed to. Um, so this is a very fearful, fearful creature in the Navajo or, of course, the Algonquin traditions. And, Jay, the Wendigo is, you know, something that doesn't really, you don't really want to mess with this particular one. Um, I know there's a lot of other ones that we talk about um, in the Navajo tradition. But this one seems to be a little bit more um, nasty than the other ones. The Wendigo, for instance, a mythical creature of several Algonquin tribes in the Wichuj, uh tribe, similar to the end of the Albaskan tribes of the Northwest Canada, were both magical creatures and with a taste for human flesh. So there you go. Right there, problem number one. The Wendigo uh, and the Wichuj. Uh, may have been uh, compared to today's modern zombies, basically. Uh, you know, any pick your zombie show or movie there, insert. Uh, but they were described as being ghostly gaunt with sunken gray skin, hollow eyes, and shuffling uh, with a shuffling gait. So basically like a zombie, like, you know, slowly, like, you know, trying to get to you, whatever the case may be. But they reek of death and uh, resemble walking corpses. So again, we're you know getting into the zombie thing. Uh, the Wichuj, uh differs slightly from the Wendigo in that, according to the Alta Baskin stories, the creature was formed from the glacial ice and brought to life. Its heart is frozen and thus unfeeling. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Um, and the Wendigo, on the other hand, was once a human that became a beast through cannibalism. So... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy that they come up with these, you I mean, know, obviously stories, right, Jay? Well, okay. 
so again, not not to be the full skeptic, I'm kind of coming off as a bit of a dick here, but right. but I but. could, if I'm being honest, see back in the days. Right, you have uh, you have some people who live in a very cold area or where it gets very cold in the winter. One of those things you have to be very prepared for. So you have people going out, getting caught in areas, and maybe getting things like frostbite. You have, or you end up out with people who are as they are dying. Their bodies are getting more cold. They're moving slower because your your blood is literally freezing. They start to grab, or they're they're starting to to die, or they're expiring right in front of you. You see their body freeze up as they're touching you. Just that how cold that would be on your skin as you're could out be. there in the cold could hasten like that frostbite. I see and what you're saying. Mark, and here you go. Yep. You've got the bite of the Wendigo. You right. get the zombie story. You get with some truth to it with a little bit of these are things you have to watch out for if you're out in the cold. If you're out hunting, make sure you're, you're covered well. Make sure you right. watch out right. for the bite of the windigo. You want to make sure right. that you stay away from is the that, Is that the bite of the windigo or is that frostbite? Mm. Depends, go, right? depends on how American you are. All right. Ooh, there you go. But that's that's what you're talking about, though, Jay. I mean, that's exactly what you're talking about. I mean, and it's all like, it's funny because it's all in the language. It's all right there in front of us. And it's like yeah. almost like hidden in a way, but it's not because it's like you're talking about literally that thing. It's a bite, but it's not really a bite. But it's also yeah. called frostbite. You know what I mean? So it's just like God it's damn, poetic. Like how, it's yeah. It's a beautiful way to explain the environment around you mm-hmm. to make sure you understand to what what you're interacting with. The right. earth is, we, we've treated it for so long. No, I mean, going beyond just what we talk about, not talking about history, not talking about Native American right. uh, history. And, and like, if you look at the planet, we've treated it so long, mm-hmm. and it's just this lifeless rock. But in reality, it's not. It itself has a life. It has a pulse. It is something. Nature is something that is alive. Trees are alive. They, there's so much to it that is all organic and all because Absolutely. it's all intermingled. 100%. And they had a much better understanding because they were more in tune and touch. We have gotten out of touch with it. And I think because of that, we have trouble really getting in touch with that side. But it's beautiful. It's poetic. And and I'm sure there's some truth to some of the things they were afraid of. And I'm sure yeah. some things could be more than what they were. Yeah. No. And it's amazing that we're able to kind of connect the dots, you know, uh, to the things that they were saying and to the, you know, what they were actually saying, you know what I mean? You know, it's not like a lot of it was um, symbolism or whatever, whatever it was, you know, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like taken on purpose. Like it was, it was obviously a different way of saying what happened, obviously. And um, I think we're starting to understand that more now and starting to correlate now more. So um, with the native American, you know, traditions and cultures and maybe legends and things of that nature, uh, to what's going on now. I would explain a lot. I mean, again, with all the things the Earth is currently going through, it wouldn't yep. hurt us to try to look more, and, and not no. just, just Native Americans who, who had a, an understanding and and there was a mysticism, but there was some right. reality to it. They really were able to... They were the first the people. Incredible things. Think about uh, it. They were the first people. Over, if you look all over the planet, there's a lot of things that we've lost touch with as we yeah. become civilized, uh, I, I think it would it would help us if we got a little more 
a little less civilized, a little yeah. well, a little less uncivilized. Civilized. let's let's remain civilized friends i get you i get income. you yeah well listen jay i think that's uh um a great uh punctuation for tonight and uh i'll wrap up for the navajo and all the native american um you know creatures and monsters that uh they uh talk about in their culture and history um there's so much more jay that i mean we could literally do another part two to this which I, I want to do later on because there's literally like another seven or eight things that we could talk about. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And uh, I, I really want to do that in the future. So, um, but for everybody that doesn't know how to listen to our episodes, you can go to our website, darkfringeradio.com and uh, listen to our episodes and make sure you go to our social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dark Fringe Radio. And of course, YouTube uh, at Dark Fringe Radio. Make sure you like and subscribe. But uh, we're there and available for you guys, and we have a lot of content out there. So make sure you go ahead and uh, you know enjoy and uh, try to get into all of our stuff and uh, spread the word. Of course, that's the whole thing. Um, you know, more people that know about us, the better. So we really appreciate the support. And again, we thank you for the support on on Facebook, and uh, we love to see more of that support on YouTube. So whatever you can do, uh, like subscribe to our stuff. And really appreciate it. Anything for um, the rest of the night tonight, Jay, before we say goodbye? Uh, Be aware of what's around you, friends. Uh, Always keep your wits about you, both Mm. of what's physical and metaphysical. Be open to Mm. what's around that's positive. Try to close out what's negative and treat people with some kindness. Uh, We all need it. There you go. Don't be falling into no portals. (laughs) Or chasing no water babies. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, actually, Jay's. It's funny you say that, and not to make a uh, you know a long story short, but one of the next ones in the Navajo, uh, or not Navajo, but Native American um, legends and creatures. But there's one that acts like a water baby and will take you under. So <laughs> again, uh, that uh, if you don't remember that one, go check that one out. That was uh, I think what was that one on Jay? What, what what episode was that? The Water Babies one that was on Utah uh, I, or it, it was one of the it was one of the more recent ones because Pete was there too. Yeah, uh, yeah I want to exactly. say it was the first or second episode with Pete. I don't remember what we we're talking about. Like we were talking about, yeah. um, I think we were just talking about cryptids. Uh, I think it was like cryptids, yeah, you, like yeah. You brought up the Water Babies. <laughs> yeah, the Water Babies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I was like, bro, fuck that shit. And you're like, no, well, check this out. That's why. Yeah. Oh, Jay would be the first one. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Unfair. I'd be like, Jay, there's no fucking baby out there. Stop. Get your ass back over. You here. don't know. I got <laughs> I do know. <laughs> Shut the know. fuck up. I do know. <laughs> Get your ass back over here, Jay. <laughs> okay, I'd be first. Anyways. If that was the whole movie we were making, I that would be. I'd be first one. Day. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Anyways, uh, thanks for uh, joining us on another episode of Dark Fringe Radio. We'll be back next week with some more interesting ideas and topics and things for you to think about, of course, here at Dark Fringe Radio. We love you, and we'll see you again next week.